I'm Jeff Hemmings. This is Brian's Finest Radio Show, online, DAB and podcast. Bringing the artist closer to you. So obviously you've got the new album coming out, Making a New World, uh, out in February yeah. uh, next year. Again on Memphis, which is the label you've yeah. been with since pretty much day one, isn't it? Um, yeah. Memphis Industries, fantastic um, association you have with that label. Um, it's incredible, really. No. <laughs> Um, you know, like we we sent them an early version of our first album in 2004. Basically, the association is still the same as it's always been. They've managed to keep things going and keep things interesting in a way, in the same way that any of those like you know really great indie labels for the last 20 years have done. So I understand this album that's about to come out is wasn't necessarily a planned album. Is that right? Can you can you give us give me the background that- story behind it? Uh, we were approached by the Imperial War Museum, initially like the, the Manchester side of it, um, to do a commission to do a performance inside the museum. Um, and I think at that point, there hadn't been a kind of a live music performance inside the museum. And it was all based around like their season of events, um, looking at the aftermath of the First World War. So we knew it was going to be after the the centenary in November 2018, looking at the aftermath of the war. And, and it, it really grew out of this really strange artifact, um, which they'd found quite by chance. Um, basically gave a gra- graphic representation of the sound at the end of the war. They had this kind of technology called sound ranging, where they'd place microphones spread out across the front. And by measuring the distance, between like a waveform of of, a, of an explosion, the sound of an explosion hitting each of these microphones, they could pinpoint where they thought the enemy guns were. And some clever person had set this machine away, knowing that the armistice um, was going to kick in at 11 o'clock. So you've got one minute of guns yeah. and noise, and then one minute of near silence, represented by these like six parallel waveforms so you know so we started working on a commission which was going to be a performance and probably initially we thought that we'd do some moody instrumental music and um, with maybe a song to kind of top and tail it um but when we kind of came up with our concept which was that we were going to try and find stories from across the next hundred years which we could tie directly back to something which happened in the war, we ended up writing loads of songs because the stories were just so interesting and it turned into something kind of bigger and more interesting than we'd imagined we'd be able to do. By the time we'd written the songs, we just thought, well, these songs are as good as normal field music songs. And if we record it right, this kind of has kind of has to be an album, even though that, that wasn't any, any part of the initial intention. We kind of had the the, the ball rolling for the commission, we started doing our research in September 2018 and started putting together like little little snippets of music which we thought might become songs. We finished those songs and recorded demo versions of them and rehearsed them with the band, put together visuals, which is something that uh, Kev from the band kind of took charge of with little stories interwoven into the visuals all, all ready for these two performances right at the end of January 
2019. And then the next week, we came into the studio and ran through the whole performance, the kind of 45 minute performance twice. And that's the basis for like 80% of what's on the record. So it's a concept album. <laughs> I mean, it, it is a concept album about yeah. the aftermath of the First World War. There's just no way of getting around it. No. <laughs> Uh, concept albums often, well, used to have a bit of a dirty name, didn't they? Or negative connotations. They still, but, they um, still do in, <laughs> in my head to a degree, but you know, there's just really no way of escaping it with this. Because of the way we research the stories, yeah. rather than tell one story in a really like dense and convoluted way, we've been able to tell stories that are really spread out. And I hope we've done something you can enjoy it on one level, like just the sound and the melodies, and then you can keep digging down into it. There's text in the artwork which will like relate to each of the songs and puts that in the context of the of this like hundred years of aftermath. Well, obviously, the you know World War One is a is a huge topic, isn't it? And um reading the notes and listening to the album there's there's songs about harold gillies mm-hmm. uh, a change of hair a change uh, of hair pioneering work on skin grafts about uh, a song about um the final installment of reparation debts as well which is quite yeah. an extraordinary thing to think about happened yeah. in 2010 <laughs> 91 yeah. years after the treaty of versailles was signed uh all these things so how did you how did you sort of decide what you wanted to to talk about or write about? We, we, I mean, we we started with online research. We we did it in a very amateurish way, literally typing in a search engine. Hmm, technological advancements from World War One, and there's so much like interesting stuff online that finding those starting points was really easy. And then we both ended up kind of like going down wormholes where you're getting like more and more information about a thing. I got to the point where I knew far too much about the development of ultrasound. And yeah. I gave it, this is going to be like a minute and a half long song. You know, most of the songs are kind of personal stories. Peter listens to quite a lot of Radio 4, so he, he you know, by chance ended up like catching a documentary about um, one of the photographers who, was, um, <clears throat> who took the pictures of the, the students standing in front of the tanks in Tiananmen Square. Because it's not just well, all about World War One, is it? Just I mean, it's, directly, it's hardly about World War One at all. Yeah. Um, there's like two or three of the songs with, where this, the story we're singing is set yeah. in the war or immediately after the war. But because of that approach of just finding things which tie back in one way or another, we could really stretch out mm. and write about all, all sorts of things. But with the idea that you want to feel like the consequences of that war are still kind of present. The reparations one really makes that explicit. One of the reasons why the, the final repayment was until 2010, partly because Hitler stopped the payments and the payments didn't start again until Germany was reunified. Um, and that in itself kind of like, you know, tells such a strange story about, yeah. about Europe in the 20th century. There's a song about um, how the war led to or inspired the Dada movement. Yeah, I think which is uh, a shot to the arm, I believe. Yes. Um, can you can you can you expand on that a bit? So there the, there were groups of artists who who fled to Switzerland and started the Cabaret Voltaire and 
their response to the horror of the war was to say, this is absurd, like what is happening is absurd. So we're going to, we're going to really um, display all of this absurdity. Um, and that was, that was the, the start of the Dada movement. And, you know, that's the, that's the starting point for a, for a lot of conceptual art in the 20th century. And Peter found a story um, of an artist called Chris Burden, who inspired in a similar way by what was happening with the Vietnam War and the images that were coming back on the television, which he felt were like desensitizing people to real violence. Yeah. He asked his friend, in the name of art, to shoot him in the arm. <laughs> and I think the plan was for it to be just a graze. Yeah. But his friend wasn't that good a shot. No. And he ended up with, you know, a really horrific wound. But that was exactly what he was trying to do. Uh, when the police came, he didn't tell them it was art. He told them it was just an accident. <laughs> and it got, it got Peter off on this thing of writing about a desensitivity to violence in infiltrate society. And he was he's kind of writing a song about you know, kids bringing their toy guns into school yeah. um, and, and play, playing at violence because the real horror of it, of it isn't, isn't present. And I think that's, it ties in with what Chris Burden was trying to do when, when he asked his friend to shoot him in the arm. Yeah, con- it's, it's, it's a record about consequences, unforeseen consequences 